Hey, what's going on? It's your podcast, weekly podcast on Friday with your boy Christian Ortiz. My name is Peter Perez, as and per usual. As per usual, and this is our podcast for today. This is the channel and the podcast you're going to be hearing about, of course, business, small business ideas, business knowledge, anything we're going to be able to help you with business along with health and wellness uh, channel. Uh, and then, of course, we always have our what's going on now in the U.S. today topic and miscellaneous such as challenges, drafts. We had a phenomenal podcast last uh, week with the draft of um, actors. What was and it? What? Movies. Actors and movies. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll try. Maybe I'll come up with something today that's a little bit different. Um, and and we'll go with that. But I'm gonna start right. In, I'm gonna start right off into something uh, for for people that do listen. We're gonna jump into to something that we're already just talking about right now. And the question of the day, off the bat already, okay, is. What is the percentage, okay, of the deathly mortality, mortal uh, rate? Yeah, the mortality of rate. the coronavirus that would keep you no matter what at home, okay? No matter what, you're not coming out. You're allowed to go shopping. You're allowed to get food, but you're not going out. What is keeping you inside your house? What is the percentage? Is it 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30? 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. I am asking some of my friends. I do I do got some astonishing numbers already. Peter, did you ask anyone? I asked Kaylee. That's it? She, yeah, I didn't have enough time. But <laughs> but he, she said 10 to 20%. I'm the same. I gave this guy one assignment. And it was like two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, she said 10 to 20%. I'm sitting at around like 10%. I'm like after 10%. You're looking at one out of ten people to have that shit, and do you know how many times you run past one, like, ten people in a day? Like, ten That's times? That's true. Wow, you never really think of that. Mine was 20%. Um, and I, I do have very two analytical friends, very analytical. One's uh, my boy John, JR, and, of course, you and I both know Andrew. Mm -hmm. And they're you get very statistical, Wicked very... Too. Victor is too. Victor is too. But he his answer was very surprising. His ass said forty percent. Dude, oh, hold on, hold on. Before we before we get into the forty percent, let's let, let me say this now. The Black Plague took out one third of the European population. That is thirty three point five percent. Do you know how many people that is? That's one one out of every three people. By the way, we're not laughing because of the. We're just we're laughing at the some of these answers we've we've gotten. So I'm sorry. I'm gonna put some of my friends on blast here. I'll put myself. We my, love my, you though, Victor. We my, love you, bro. My number is twenty percent. Um, one of five. Twenty percent's the number that I'm gonna be staying in. I think I'm gonna be staying in. I I do have some upper upper respiratory issues myself. I have a little bit of asthma. I've gotten pneumonia like fifteen times. Uh, you saw me really sick for like six fucking months. Uh, my wife seen me on my deathbed. Even though, I remember when I first met my wife, I was I already had pneumonia like within the first three months. Are you fucking I thought serious? she was leading my ass like right there and then. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I do, I, I do. So, uh, so I'm a little bit more concerned. I'm, I'm going with twenty percent. Yours is what? Ten, about ten percent. And your girlfriend Kaylee is what? Ten percent. Our producer Kevin, what is it? He's going with ten percent right now, guys. It's already at six point eight percent. Your asses are in here. You might as well round that off to 10%. So what the fuck are you doing here? Hey, man, it ain't 10%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my buddy Victor said 40%. He's crazy as hell. Uh, my buddy Andrew, he said 10%. Him and his wife, Sarah, said 10%. Um, my director, Rebecca, she said 50%. Wild. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is crazy. That's 50%, crazy. To me. My Fit Kids for Fun director, her name's Rebecca, a phenomenal employee, but she's risking it. She has kids, so she, she might be risking it going out there fighting for food. My buddy John from Maryland. That's some Walking Dead shit. His answer was the most, believe it or not, the, I thought it was the best answer, but I mean, he didn't really give me a percentage. He said, no percent, because at some point I have to go get food. And if I, no matter what, stay locked up, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that, Peter? <laughs> well, <laughs> he's going to have to leave that. You can't have French fries. What are you going to do? Yeah, I'll fucking. 
To be, I've I've gone long bouts without French fries, and it's not because it's my choice. It's because like, I just wouldn't. But um, I I agree with John. But at the same time, ten plus percent is. I also I said ten plus percent. So like anywhere beyond that ten percent mark is kind of like, fuck. This thing is getting a little crazy. He, my buddy John, just said I also don't understand the question. Percentage of what deaths? Number number dead of the total population. Number that die who become infected. And I think it depends if there's a ten percent chance that I might someday die in a car accident. I'm not going to stop driving because it's not contagious. But if ten percent of people that get infected die, bro, I'm out. Peace. One in ten chance. I'm. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. One in ten. Yeah. So one in ten. Mortality. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, percentage of mortality mortality so so yes so one in ten two in ten um you didn't ask anybody else no let me ask let's see ask somebody else ask somebody else in your in your group because you only asked one person i asked it i asked uh my wife see if she was going to ask her staff my buddy damien victor my buddy john and my director rebecca since they were right here on my phone um but anyways those of you listening out there thank you so much for tuning into the podcast with us what we've been talking about what is what's going to keep your ass home um mine was 20 percent um i just asked melinda i do believe personally this is just my personal opinion we 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 all respond with fear and i want to get into that for a second we we this is gonna be my, my my miscellaneous subject right off the bat we all respond with fear and I want to talk about fear for a second. So think about what would stop. I'm going to go really extreme here. So, so bear with me for a second. And then I'll let you answer a lot of these questions, Peter. What would stop murderers? What would stop rapists? What would stop people getting robbed? What would stop um, uh, child molesters? What would stop, you know, any crime you can even think of? And the only thing I can really think of is what would scare someone enough to not do it? To say, you know what? This isn't worth risking. Hold on. Uh, Melinda said 20%. 20%. 20 I think ballpark, like if you're looking at a ballpark answer, I think anywhere between like 10, uh, 15 plus percent. By the way, me and Peter are drinking black coffee, not, pre not presented by um, Disney. Disney. Disney did not sponsor the show. Uh, but we have their cheap, mugs, bro, so we apologize. But you, you're getting free advertisement, even though you're closed. So, Peter, what do you? What is your? What I, I have my own theory. I think we've talked about this in the gym. What do you think would get people to stop? The only <laughs> thing that would stop them from extreme crime is extreme punishment. And, and what's an extreme pun extre punishment? Extreme punishment was the death penalty. But some people don't even. That's the thing, bro. Like, down to an individual basis. You're not going to find a lot of them. Well, you're going to find a lot of them who, who are very sorry, quote unquote, uh, only for getting caught. They're not really sorry for what they did. But there's also going to be that percentage of those people who just don't give a fuck. They have nothing to lose. So they're just going to do what they got to do. They're just going to do whatever the fuck they feel like doing. I think that in order for, for that to stop is you not only have to scare them, you'd have to scare the entire public. And show some some type of back in the day execution style uh, thing on TV. I'm dead serious. Cause think about it like this. See, that was that was some wild shit. But <laughs> I know it's wild. <laughs> I know I, I'm not. I don't have no sick mind or anything like that. But what I mean by that is people are driven by fear. Period. They are scared of something. We all are. <laughs> and let me tell you something. If I see somebody's head getting chopped off. Or I see something crazy because they did something. And I said, this is what's going to happen to you guys on live TV right now if you do this. If you went out and you did some terrible, you know, robbery or you jumped somebody or you killed somebody at gunpoint. You know, they'd your, have he to, your head's getting chopped off have to on national television. And I can promise you if that happened, people will stop. I, I, it, will, it will go. They won't stop, but it will go down. There would have to be a so. whole channel for that. You know that, right? <laughs> there would have to be a whole fucking channel for that. <laughs> because of how many people that they're fucking killing a day. You know that? There'd have to be a channel for it. Like when someone just tunes in and like, oh, fuck, I'm bored. Nothing to watch today. 
I wonder who got killed. You now, know what I mean? Now my buddy John thinks I have I have the uh, coronavirus. I, I oh, do not. It's amazing, uh, John. <laughs> um, and I would be I would be definitely terrified. Um, <clears throat> I, I really truly would. I know my wife would be as well. Uh, but anyways, that's our miscellaneous topic of the day. Um, we're gonna go right into our health and wellness topic um, of the day, which is. Uh, I've been I've been reading a book called Own It by Aubrey Mar- Aubrey Marcus Peter. It's the guy that's on my bookshelf, and very educated guy. He owns a supplement company, and he's really big into. Was that the Own It guy? Yes. Okay. That guy, and he he is, he made a really really he said something really really good. He said, every diet that's ever been created has been. A little right and a little wrong. And he said, because they're all going to work, but they're all going to work also at a deficit or at a problem. And he really believes in, he, he seemed like a really uh, uh, keto type of a guy, high uh. fat. Um, so what is your, uh, if, if, all right, let's go with the, if, let's go with the most unique, uh, a good question for you. If, I know you're, you don't believe in any of that crap. You're more of a well-balanced, eat healthy, it, yeah, do the right thing. But if you had to, all the studies you've done, if you had to choose a specific thing out of paleo, keto, low carb, uh, you know, whatever the, the hell you want to call it out there, uh, intermittent fasting, you name it. What is the one that you actually would approve of that you could give some positive feedback to? Positive feedback. My first thought process would be uh well to answer the question immediately i would say low carb because the carb is the most easily manipulated macronutrient i agree 100 percent easily but you want to look at why is that explain that to people because like realistically explain what a carbohydrate is and explain very keep it really simple because don't get on to all you know how you all the saccharides and all this crap (laughs) just keep it really quickly what it does to your body internally and what happens okay so the brain functions on glucose what is glucose it's sugar basically okay so the body digests a carbohydrate breaks it down into sugar it goes into your muscles as glycogen and turn it's glucose atp and all that other bullshit so basically it's the most easily manipulated. So you can easily take away some carbs from someone's diet, um, add more protein and fat, which are more satiating. So it's going to hold you over a lot longer than a, a carb so carb source. So, you're, so protein and fat. So he's confirming proteins. And for those of you watching, this is a really, really educational nutrition right now. You're confirming that protein and fats are easier or are, are more dense going to keep you full. Yes. Well, the fat is the fat is definitely going to keep you more full because it's nine grams, nine uh, calories per gram. But keeping that in mind, um, the protein is more satiating. Not only that, it takes the most calories to be able to consume, period. So let's say you're consuming, I think, around like, let's say 100 gram, 100 calories worth of 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 protein. It's going to take you probably around 30 of those calories to be able to actually ingest the rest of that. So people don't really, like, there's a thermogenic effect to carbohydrates. I mean, um, to protein. Keeping that in mind, there's no thermogenic effect when it comes to uh, uh, carbohydrates that the body isn't already going through. There is a, car- there is a uh, thermogenic effect to food, but besides that. What is thermogenic? Um, body temperature. Remember, remember, we got we to keep okay. it really explain So, it. all right, let me break it down so by the way i when i ask him these questions i know this stuff i'm just i'm he's he 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 he's educated really well with this with this stuff not that i'm not but i like when he explains it a little bit better than (laughs) i do but go ahead so basically it's the easily easiest manipulated so if you take away carbohydrates from somebody you'll almost experience a uh uh, like a fast response because they're not holding as much water immediately they're not consuming as much calories immediately so it's something that can happen fast but if you're looking at taking away a fat source from somebody you take away a fat source now and their uh, hormones can get out of whack you take away someone's protein they could lose uh muscle mass so those are the two things you generally want to avoid keeping that in mind 
what ends up happening is my main thing is if you want to look at a bodybuilder, if you're looking at a bodybuilder, the first thing that they do, and they're on like some wild fucking diets where people are like, oh, I'm eating like, and I'm talking about going into like prep and shit. Those people will start consuming like 30 grams of carbs over like a two week span or some shit like that. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And they do that for X amount of time before they get like a little bit of a refeed and then they go again. But you see how lean they fucking get? They get super fucking lean. Okay, so you're going with the low carb. Low carb. Uh, that would be like, if if I'm abiding by any diet per se, I would say low carb. But at the end of the day, just eat less and move more. That's the simplest active way. Active lifestyle. Yeah. Speaking of that, as, as you, be as active as you can. Speaking about being active as you can, um, I want to get into something, and I, this is just me being honest about a, a, a couple of things with myself. Lately, because of this this stuff since Corona. we've been home, Corona bullshit. I don't want to call myself lazy, it. but I've been bored out of my mind, <laughs> and I wake up, um, and I'm like, nope, I don't have no meeting, I have no no fit kids, I have nobody to train. I, there's just nothing going on. I've been working on my backyard, as you already know. You helped me with that before we came on here a little bit. But I've been for the past two weeks, and this is no joke. This is a truth. This is true. Past two, three weeks, I'm like, I gotta wake up. I want to do my cardio, and then I want to go work out. And I wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing anything. I just was like waking up. I was being lazy. I turn on Apex. You know this already. <laughs> and then I'd go outside. I'd work on my yard. I come back inside. I clean the house. Um, I do laundry, Cook. and I'm just I'm cooking, and I was just bored. And I'm like, you know what? Damn, like I'm like really lazy right now. So, and but every day I've been wanting to. I, I have that that urge to get up and go for a run or go on my Peloton bike and sitting right there. And this is more for people that are stuck that are in a rut. What I did you know, to get out of that and stuff like that. And I said, you know, my dog, Ramsey's 10 years old. My puppy, Marshmallow, who's going to be three years old in three days. <laughs> I said, you know, I've been waking up. I've just been playing Apex and I've been, you know, coming to the gym a little bit. I said, I'm going to start running. Fuck it. So I woke up and what I, what I did differently, instead of having coffee or tea, I had my wife's, uh, Cellular core, she doesn't even know this, but I'm gonna tell her later. Shit, I had the cellular core HD powder, oh, peach mango, and buddy, let me Fire? tell you something. Was it good? I got like super motivated. I put my hoodie on, I said, I'm gonna go run two miles right now. Yeah, I can't run no two I miles. I said, I'll and, pass out. And let me tell you, I hadn't run two, I, have, I haven't ran two miles probably in about five years. I'm not even kidding when I said this. And You're like, because, because of my feet, and my tomorrow. for those of you that I've foot and calf problems really badly okay i've I, i've tore my calf a year and a half ago i plantar fasciitis and so i woke up put my hoodie on i said i'm gonna sweat i said all right boys let's go they were like lost like marshmallow shaking around he's going crazy and i went out and i, I ran with them for, for i have video of it and i remember every morning before that when i didn't do that i felt like Shit. I'm fucking better than this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like I'm better than this. Like what why can't I just go out for a while? all it took was 20 minutes. And instead I chose to just sit there, watch my anime cartoons or <laughs> I read a book. Don't get me wrong, I was reading an educational book. I'd start reading my book or I played my Apex. And then instead of working 8 hours on my yard, I'd work 4 or 5 hours on my yard, right? Yeah. It could have been done by this point. My point behind that is the weakest part about it it's not that I I would I couldn't do it, right? I wanted to do it. It's just the part of right before that. It was that part of just getting my hoodie on and walking and Resistance. start running. You just have to start. Resistance. Action action pivot. You just have to start. That's it. No matter what. And let me tell you, when I ran, I felt really, really good. I I came back, I ran full, I ran the whole full, I ran a mile all the way down from my house all the way to uh Silver Star Road, and I ran back <laughs> without stopping. No, sir. Peter, without stopping with my I'll dogs. Pass up. <laughs> with my dogs. I'll and let me tell up. you, like, I, I could I I got back and I'm like, 
I feel what good. What the fuck was I doing? Like what? What? Like holy shit! Yeah. So and I and I, I'm telling people who are listening to this because every time you think of starting a workout program, or trainers, or just going, I run into a rut too. Don't get me wrong. There's points I I stop working out for a week or two, um, and I always want to do it. But then when I do it, you feel great. It just goes to a point where. So I love suffering. I love running. I love to suffer in the gym. You've seen me work out crazy in here with right. Andrew and Damien and shit like that. So I love that stuff. And it's just like I just got into like a deadbeat rut there for a second. Yeah. You got to think. It was only like what? Two it, weeks? It, it, a week? About, maybe? Uh, no. Yeah. Since April. April 1st. Okay. So what is that? So, two weeks? So, so I stopped. That for, after two weeks, I stopped. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm just going for it. So I'm going to take my dogs out every morning during the week now. I wake up. When my wife wakes up, she wakes me up and, you know, I'm going to go for the run. But I felt great. And my whole point behind that is if you're you want to start something, just start it. Even if it's not the best, you know, there's runners that brag. OK, I ran 50 miles this morning. I don't care. I, I care that I ran my two miles. And could I ran more? I, honest to God, I probably could have went to eight to ten. That's how good I felt. Shit. I don't know if it was a Cellucor Super HD Bro, shit that, that, that she shit takes. Is, that shit kicking. But I'm gonna try it again. I'm like, Mama, you want to go for a run tomorrow? Because I'm I'm about to be out again. I was about to say. I and like, I, I just, you know, man, tomorrow. I felt good. I've been sweating all day. I've been no, no, not to be nasty, but I've been stinking all day too. Because I just think my body been wanting it's to that, run. It's a it's a thermogenic and, that, uh, uh, that pre workout. But I don't know. This is just goes. The whole point behind this is just start. You want to do something, start. You want to write a book, start. You want to work out and do great. You're, you're thinking about how oh, I, guys, listen, 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And what Peter knows this too is lately I've been doing push up squats and dips before every April. This is the truth. He, he heard me explain what happened. <laughs> so, like, Christian was like, no, I hit Christian up, and I was like, yo, I'm about to hop on. I'm about to go on an Apex real quick. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll hop right on. I was in the middle of the game. I, I finished the game, and he was in the lobby. And uh, I put my headphones on. <laughs> and I was like, bro, why the fuck are you breathing like that? <laughs> he was like, I was just doing push-ups, dips, and squats before the match. I was like, oh. <laughs> and, I, and then I, we ran the I, match. I was doing it. And then go ahead. We ran the fucking match. And then he's like, oh, hold on. I got to do my push-ups, squats, and dips again. <laughs> Does them again. <sighs> All right. What do you want to run? Duos? <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> but my, you know, my wife, my wife doesn't even know that. She, she'd find it funny when she watches this. But my whole point behind that is that, it, that though the push-up squats and dips made, led me into, it gave me momentum. It led me into the run. And yes, I'm a trainer and stuff like that. I should be doing this stuff naturally, but I'm I'm just being honest for those of people you. People are people. People need to stop. You're going to be human. Yeah. And my whole point behind that is what got me started was momentum. I said, you know what? I'm being lazy right now. What's going to, while I was playing, what's going to make me not be lazy? And so while I was playing, I'm doing squats, push-ups, and dips. And Peter heard me doing this. I'm going, eh. Because we had ran like 30, 40 games that day at least. A 30? Huh? 30, though? You don't think I, so? I would say like maybe 10, 15. All right. Well, I was doing 10 of each before every match. Okay. So I probably ended up with That's 200. Right, yeah. yeah. I probably ended up with 200 of, of, of everything. Peter Peter knows this. Yeah. So, but that let gave me momentum and that gave me momentum to run. So I ran, came back, showered, you know, uh, had James, had James and then. I went back, uh, went back home, and then you know you helped me with with putting the the you know getting the cinder blocks back into the backyard. But everything's about momentum, folks. Start get everything starts with you giving yourself momentum. That's all. That's my whole point. Peter, has there ever been a time where you is there a similar story or something where you were struggling with? If you're going to be honest, it could be anything that you got out of a rut or something like that. Yes. So when this happened to me, this was back in like 2018, the end of 2018. So you were five years old. Go ahead. Yes. Um, so the end of 2018, <laughs> um, I'll put it like this. So, well, mid 2018, um, I did a powerlifting meet uh, in July and um, I did the meet, did well, everything went fine. 
but I always had I started having this issue where I was just so consumed by making more money that I booked clients like and didn't take any any type of break for myself during the day. So long story short, that goes on and that made me limit my training. So I wasn't able to work out as often. And if I did, it was probably for an hour. And anyone who knows about powerlifting, there's no fucking way you're going to be in a gym for an hour if you're powerlifting. There's, especially if you take it seriously, there's no fucking way that that's going to happen. Keeping that in mind, um, uh, I wasn't able to powerlift as often, so I was just kind of fucking around. Um, and I think it was around that time where I was like, you know what? I need to fucking do something about this because this is pissing me off. And I remember I was at a friend's house and I was sitting there and I was fucking writing up programs for like 30 minutes. And every time I would write one up, it would be good on paper. And I'd look at it, crumple it up, throw it away. Look at it again, get another one, write it up, look at it, crumple it up, throw it away. And I did that for like 30 minutes. I had just bought that notebook. I shit you not, I threw away like 30 pages. Like what? The <laughs> I was like, this is fucking stupid. So finally, I ended up hitting up my coach uh, because I, I work better with a program. If I have something in front of me, I can do it. I can fucking, I, can, I will do it. Um, and I'll get it done. But Even if it's two miles running? No. <laughs> I'm not fucking, I'm not running. So, um, um, and then I finally hit up my coach. I was like, yo, I just need something to fucking do because I, I, I know you're a coach. I need you to do this for me. Just tell me what it is. Tell me what you need me to do. I'll pay you for it. And let's just fucking go from there. Ever since then, that's what I've been doing. Um, now, because I'm uh, like I don't have all the same weight, I have to like change things, like give some variation and stuff. But uh man, that was that was it for me. So basically what ended up happening o over that span of time was like I really slipped up on my training and um ultimately I backtracked in regards to the, the powerlifting. And I hit up my coach, and I was like, yo, uh, shout out to Marcellus Williams, the swole fessor. Um, but uh, ultimately, yeah, we just ended up working together, um, quite possibly one of the best investments I've ever made in my life because it gave me the just do it. You know what I mean? Like, So he sends the work. He's like, hey, this is what you have for four weeks. Just do your fucking job, and that's what I do. I go in uh, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Take Friday off and Monday off, and then repeat. We just keep fucking going. And that's the butts. So we touched base on fear. We start. We touched. I gave you a story about starting. I want to add to the starting whole starting thing. For those of you who are trying to start something a business whatever it is you want to start a conversation you're scared to say something you're scared to whatever whatever it may be you want to start a workout program you want to start let's start it's, we're going to go with a workout program okay you want to start a workout program and then what you do is you google how to start a workout program and you see probably nine million youtube videos or you see 10 million hits. You know, you've been following somebody on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever the hell you've been looking at, and you get all this information, and all you have is information. Information's phenomenal. Don't, do not get me wrong. I think it's great to have all the information. However, starting and doing and getting that momentum, and then you're going to start figuring out what you like, what gives you the best feel, what gives you the absolute best result for yourself and that's what it's going to take our our, our, uh, our producer kevin he's about to pass out right now he's uh he's coughing up blood that was pretty funny that was pretty funny. no kidding um you have to you have to be able to to get your your mind in, into that state of i'm going to do this and that's it you you put in the work you get the momentum going you start when you start Start with the basics. You don't need to start with what Joe, Joe Blow is doing or, or whatever that, you know, whoever you're following, they're doing this. They do all this crazy stuff that you've never done before. If you've never worked out. Just start with the basics. And the basics is not even exercising. The basics is getting your ass in the gym 
moving, start getting yourself some momentum. After that, yes, learn the basic squats, learn the form, learn what you need to learn, learn the weights, learn stuff. But if you're going to, if you start learning all this information, you're going to get so overwhelmed because everybody has their own opinion on things and they have their own take on every single thing, what works for them. Remember, they are not you. They're not you. That's why, that's why finding a, a trained professional, they've dealt with different body types. They've, they've dealt with different people. They're going to be able to help you a little bit better than somebody else that, that, that has no professional training whatsoever. So the whole point is get the momentum going, get the train tracks, start getting, you know, get your feet wet. And it's okay. You know, after that, you're going to start figuring it out. Part of life is just figuring it out. You As have, you go. That's it. Life is figuring it out. You get the information. What are you going to do with it? So what do you do? What are you doing about it? Okay. So that that's that's our advice when it comes to the health and wellness. Get the momentum. Get the train tracks going. Yeah. In, um, information is cool up until it isn't applied. That's basically yeah. it. So like you can have all and the we all we all mess up with that. Yeah, we all. Uh, do. There was a, you threw something. You threw something. Uh, you said something. I, I don't remember when it was. Probably about a week ago or something like that. But um, if I were to uh, make it simple, is all everything is all fun and dandy, but if you don't have experience in anything, so you could learn everything that it takes to run a business via books. But if you have not run a business, then <laughs> which is our next which is our next subject right yeah, now? Well, go ahead. That's that's it. Like if you you can learn everything, you can learn the ins and outs of running a business. But if you have no practical application or experience in doing so, then you will end up getting fucked up. Running a business, a lot of it is. Going, I'm gonna get water. Go ahead. A, a lot of it is. Um, you you gotta know, huh? Now I got my gallon right here. You gotta know what is gonna make you at your best, and that's the part you need to be doing within your business. You have to remember, you know, if you're running a business right now, you're an entrepreneur. You're trying to make something happen. People always the first question I always, 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 always get. And this is the biggest, biggest, biggest one that I get the most. Do you need money to start a business? Mm-hmm. You don't think so? I get that all the time. Oh. To start a business? Of course. <laughs> you need money. You need money. You, you, you need money to get your, your LLC. You need you need money to get you know to get the bank account. I mean, you're gonna need something. Yes, absolutely, you will need something. Now, do you need Ooh. the best? What? I think I got a good question. Do you need the best? Prof- yeah, this is where you should start interviewing me with yeah, stuff. I think I I got a good question for you. So, I I you hear so many people. Oh, you all you need is passion and follow your passion and just do it. Passion don't pay bills. But let buddy. me tell you something. Like it don't work like that. Like it doesn't work like that. Like it, 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 it takes. Not only do you need, not only do you, do you need a lot of money. No. Okay, you don't need a lot of money. You do need some, because you're gonna need a network of people that are gonna believe in you, start buying products, whatever it is that you're doing, right? Um, if you're gonna be a personal trainer, do you need money to start? No, you don't. Okay, you can you can take on a client, you can take on a friend, you can start that way. But at some point, if you're gonna run a business, run again. Let me let me go back to the last podcast. You're going to run a business. Yes, you need money. If you're going to start a passion and start something, you do not need money. You just gotta do it. I'm gonna reiterate that one more time for those of you that don't understand the difference. If you are going to plan to run a operating business. That makes you money. It makes you money. You will need money. How much? It depends on what your field is. Okay? Some may only need 50 bucks. Some may need $10,000. I don't know. Okay? I don't know. I I, I, I did it. I did it barely with any loans. I mean, now, yes, I take out loans. I take out business loans. I, I, you know, whatever it is that I need to get ahead of the game because to pay my, to to do my marketing or whatever. Yes, it's, it's okay. But my whole point is, to start running a business, you're going to need some money, but you have to be smart with that. 
And the first time you probably do it, you're going to mess up and you're going to lose all of it most of the time. 80, 80% of the I've time. Lo- I've lost a lot of money. But what's your question, Peter? Go ahead. Okay. So for the general person who's looking to start any type of business, or let, let's start small. And because just like I mentioned before, um, a lot of people will sit there and be like, oh, I run a business. But you're saying if you are the whole business, then you are just a independent contractor and or self-employed. How would someone start their career with $500? That's a good one. So you, yeah, but you're, you're not being very specific. Okay. So how would someone start, let's say uh, someone wants, because I've seen people want to do makeup. Uh, they want to sell things online, whatever. Um, how would someone start their career towards self-employment and then towards a business with only $500? Okay. Let's start with this. That's a good question. That's a really good let's, question. Let's start with this. You have 500 bucks. Uh-huh. Okay. You have to answer these these questions I'm about to ask. Okay. Number one. I'm going to ask answer them theoretically. Okay. I got you. So, so number one, the first thing you have to ask yourself is what is the market that you're trying to reach? First off, in your business, okay, you have to kind of look at everything. What can you do with five hundred dollars with what you have? Okay, let me let me. So I'll, what I'll, do I'll you? Kinda, ha- I'll no, paint the picture. Hold for on, you. hold on, hold on. Go ahead. So you always have. I always give give people this advice. You have to work with what you have, and if you have nothing, there's always something. Remember that. Mm-hmm. You have to work with what you have, and if you have nothing, there's always something. Okay, so paint the picture. Go ahead. So, young kid, 23, doesn't really matter about the age, um, wants to customize clothing and sell them online. Okay. Uh, $500, no LLC. Uh, well, no, not no LLC. Works um, 24 hours, doesn't matter where it is, makes... Let's say I don't know, like four hundred bucks a week, five hundred bucks, four five hundred bucks a week. I don't know what that. I don't know what that would be. You're like not doing hourly. a good job right I'm now. Not, but that's I'm okay. really not. I'm really not. But hey, yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay, let's start with this. You're gonna start a business. You have a. You're gonna be a personal trainer, makeup artist. I don't know. I feel makeup artist. It's a little bit. Of, that's just. That's a very that's a very broad like that's a very broad thing. I see a lot of girls that like will pop up on like Twitter and shit and they have like a huge following. But I'm not into makeup, so why the fuck should I know who they are? You know what I mean? But then again, you have to makeup. the first thing you have to do is you have to know you have to know your niche. Mm-hmm. You just you just have to know your niche. And what I mean your niche, I'm talking about you have to be a beast at your field, at what your business is at. You have to find the person who has that. And not just that person. You have to find multiple people. Mm-hmm. Find a bunch of people that have that, okay, that, that have that niche. And books, YouTube videos, you watch all of them, sons of bitches. You listen to the Audible on your way to work and on the way back. You 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 write down your notes, okay? There's I always gonna be there's shit. always gonna be there's gonna be something about each person that you're gonna be able to take out that says I can do that. And those are the ones you want to write down. Yeah, there's gonna be things that about that person that you just don't have as a person. You just don't have it. There's gonna be things like that. You just don't have what the other person may or may have may or may not have. But there's gonna be one thing that you have over them. Always. And the first thing you have to ask yourself is what are you willing to put yourself through to obtain the type of business you want that's going to be running? And if that's if if you can ask answer that question, which should be this is my only option or I'm going to be a, a, a bum out in the street, then you're going to make it. You have to be able to to understand your niche is number one. Number two, you have to understand what you're what you're great at and what you're weak at. And whatever you're weak at, 
you have two options. One, you study the living hell out of it and figure out how you can get better. And if it's something you're just not that good at, something down somewhere down the line, you're going to have to find somebody that is good at that part and hire them. Because I suck at social media. You know this. I haven't had social media. I mean, I just suck at it. Like, I, I just hate posting. I hate, you know, I didn't like being on it or whatever. I have someone run it for me. It doesn't make me a bad person. I just have someone run it for her because she's good at it. This is what she loves to do. I don't love doing that. I think it just what is what it is, okay? Now, it took me this long to be able to hire someone to do it, but I think a lot of people, a big mistake they make is they try to do everything, and you are going to be doing everything in the beginning. Initially, yeah. You will be doing everything because you have to. You're going to be that in that field. You should know what you're doing. But at some point, when you get to that breaking point where I'm running a business or I'm not running a business, that's when you have to say, what am I weak at and what am I not weak at? That's it. That's what it comes down to. You know, I think that, so again, number one, know your niche. And I mean, know it inside and out. Who's on top? Who's not? What are the products? Who? What are the, what are the websites that I like that, I can I can mimic my website on. Who's doing a podcast about my subject? Who who are the greatest of all time? Who is the most? What makes them the greatest of all time? Did they already have connections? Did they not? What type of connections did they have? What's their story like? Were they self-made like I am? Were they not? Did they start with money? If if you're a self-made person, follow self-made people. If you're a, if you're uh, uh, a rich person with money already, then follow someone like that. They, you have to be able to ha- follow people that are in the same boat as you because you're not. You're same gonna likeness, you're yeah. gonna learn from the other ones. Don't get me wrong, but they're not gonna have the same triumphs you did. You're not. You, they're not gonna be able to relate as well. Correct. So you have to find people that are relatable within your niche. Number two is figure out what you're really really good at. Okay, master that. Be the master at that particular person. For example, I'm not the best person at creating programs. I'm not. You're a lot better than me at that. Okay, but I can create a workout on the spot really quickly at a park. Okay, <laughs> I can create a, a deathly workout. And believe it or not, that is that is indeed a skill. Like on the spot. When it comes on the spot, making decisions real quick to actually do it, like I'm, I, I feel I'm up there, period. I really do. I mean, I, you know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. Like, I will create the craziest obstacle course out there if I really have to do it on the spot. Peter's witnessed this. Shit is funny. That so, shit is so funny. But I, but I know when it comes to, like, here's a program. We're going to do hypertrophy week six, and we're going to be doing <laughs> muscle failure, you know, eight reps of this. Like, I'm not – that's not what I do. I'm going to push you to, to you to push you, and that's it. That's what – that's just is what it is. My whole point behind that is know your niche, know who you are, Number three, um, when you visualize yourself running the business and you're like at the top, what does that look like for you? What does that feel like, dude? Like, yeah. who is that person? What are they wearing? What's their office look like? What's their staff look like? What kind of boss are you? Like, you have to literally visualize that. Like, I do. Like, I did. And I still do till this day. Like, I, you know, what, what are they... What are they doing to be that executive, you know, when you get to that point? And then you have to start being that person, like tailoring becoming that, that person yeah. in the very beginning. Now, you have 500 bucks. What is $500 going to do? Okay? What is it? What, it, what If you have $500, what am I going to do with those 500 bucks? The first thing I'm going to do is, yes, I'm going to open up my LLC. I'm going to get a bank account. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get a, a my Bank of America bank account with my with my debit card. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to find uh, maybe two books or YouTube channels or something like that that I'm going to follow or I have to I have to purchase or buy on their website to learn the most from them. If there's a mentor class from that person, you take it. If there's a seminar that's $80 or $100, you take it. Here's why. You go on there. There's going to be other people. You can connect with them. You can network with them. Okay? All of a sudden, you see people chatting or, or whatever it is like that. Like, I remember I used to go on Grant Cardone when I used to watch Grant Cardone live. There was a bunch of people. Like, all, they were all like, you know, they're just saying, hi, Grant, Uncle G, or whatever. But Grant Cardone actually sent me something back one time. 
And um, and I'll never forget it. And I remember telling my wife about it. But you just never know. Yeah. You just never know like what's gonna happen. Cause if you're there and you're present, you're there. You got to be in front of everybody's face. People got to know who you are, and the only way for that to happen is you got to make some serious fireworks. You're not going to be on top right off the bat, but you got to try, yeah. right? So I'm taking seminars. I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing network. Can. I am learning as much as I possibly can, but I'm also doing what I know I'm better. I'm the best at with what I'm learning from the extra people. So if I'm great at connecting right with people. And that person gave me a lesson on how to better connect. I'm doing that right off the bat because I'm already great at it. If I'm, yeah. they gave me a skill that I'm weak at, I probably won't do it right away. It's because you're like self-conscious, shit you, like that. You got it. You got it. So 500 bucks, LLC, seminars, uh, books. And then once I, 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 I have that, then I'm going to be looking into, well, what kind of sales do I need to start paying my bills? Okay. What kind of sales do I need to pay my bills and pay me some money for where I want to go at? Yeah. What kind of sales do I need to become that executive at the very top that I just saw five, ten years ago? What What is it going to take for me to get to that? Is it $5,000 a month? You need $10,000 a month? You need $20,000 a month? You need $30,000 a month? What is it that you want? Now, yeah, people are going to come back and say, I want $5 million. I want a million dollars or whatever. You want $1 million? Okay, you need to make... You know, you, you, you're going to need to make uh, $83,333 a month to get $1 million. Not to mention, that's gross. That's gross. No, I'm saying, like, that's, like, gross sales. Yeah. Yeah, so that's 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 a that's gross sales. Because I, I remember and when then, I wrote... like, you're excluding not even I having to pay I remember when I wanted $100,000, and I said, I want to make my first $100,000. I wrote down $8,333 a month. That's what it takes. To make a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, because uh, like eight thousand is ninety six thousand dollars. So times what that? What's that? Ninety six thousand dollars. What's that times ten? And that's gonna give you a million dollars, right? So, I think I was right with the eighty three thousand. Yeah, I was exactly right. Eighty three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars to make a million dollars. Hey, you know what? You know what's crazy as hell? A month. For, oh, you know what's crazy as hell when you think about it. Um, you need to make one thousand six hundred and two dollars a week. Wait, how, how much? One thousand what? Well, you need to make one thousand six hundred. Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you might have typed something in wrong. I did type something in wrong. I got it. Hold on. You need to make nineteen thousand two hundred and thirty dollars a week. To make a million bucks, you know what's crazy? That's not that bad. That, if you mean, I mean, if re, if really like that is that is not that really isn't that hard. For start, I would start smaller with like a hundred thousand, because not a lot of people make a hundred thousand off rip. No, you know believe I mean? it or not, believe it or not, less than I think I saw the math. Twenty five percent of people aren't even in six figures. Oh, that's fucking that's crazy. Weird. That's crazy shit. And to think. Divide that by a hundred thousand divided by three hundred sixty-five. You only need to make two hundred seventy-five dollars, two hundred seventy-three dollars and ninety-seven cents a day. It doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't. Realistically, but it, but but to most people it is to, right. To, to most people, because you'd have to take a job that is two seven uh, eight hours. You'd have to get a job where you're earning thirty-four dollars and twenty-five cents an hour for eight hours a day. And then that shit is taxed. Or you or you or you do two and a half hours for two hundred and seventy four dollars. You know? I mean, don't think eight hours, buddy. I mean think No, I'm talking about like I'm talking about people. Well, the general general well, person well, working I mean, a nine well, to five. Back, I mean, they back, would have to, to back to the much. back to the original question. <laughs> Start you're right. I think the biggest mistake I even made myself is I did think too small. My first goal. I think was, that's one thing. I remember that I, my I first goal with. was like, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. I want to gross it. Yeah, me too. Okay, <laughs> I know, but I should have said I want to gross ten million. That's what I should have said. Because grossing a million dollars to me now is like so doable. Like you know, but you know that you know, yeah. like I, I, I don't, you know, to to gross a million. To, I mean, obviously the coronavirus and all that is a big problem, but. 
I I I I knew that that was gonna happen within the next probably one to two years. It was it was coming for me was to grow some million dollars, um, and I, I I remember when I when I had said that I was like, damn, now I gotta go with now now next is ten million because Grant Cardone likes to ten x everything. I was like, all right, yeah. now it's gonna be ten million dollars. Fifty minutes. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I, 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 I'm not saying numbers and money and grossing because gross doesn't mean anything if you're not making a profit. And I learned that the yeah. really a really hard way one time. So remember that you have to pay yourself first. Always, this is really sad to say. I don't know people don't, don't think this way, but pay yourself first, then pay everybody else. A lot of people don't pay, take a paycheck and they pay their employees. I'm like, well, what do you get in business for? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, what do you like? What are you in business? Why are like just get rid of an? I'm not saying get rid of an employee, just like have their families like left and right, but pay yourself first. That's what you ran a business for. The business is yours. Pay it first. You're first. You're the owner. Pay yourself first. Then whatever's left, if you can afford an employee, you 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 afford an employee. I mean, luckily, you know, I had four employees, um, but I always paid myself. You know, so I mean, it, it is what it is. Second thing is. You gotta be able to understand that you're not perfect. You're not the best at you're your business. Fuck some shit up. There's gonna be someone that's gonna come around and take your idea. There's gonna be people out there that are gonna be hungry just like you. You're just like everybody else, and they're after your dreams and your money. And I'm gonna tell you that right now. And there is someone that's that's out there that was born, and probably they're gonna be coming around later on, or, and, and they might they might come around. You just have to be really persistent. Don't ever get comfortable. I make that mistake a lot. I get comfortable really quickly. Me too. And very. But I will tell you, I've done it. What I do to make sure that I don't get too comfortable like that is, I I, I do, I don't stay content with where I'm at. I always make sure that I don't have my 50, 60 gyms, you know, around the U.S. yet. You know, I don't have my kids fitness program is not all around the U.S. right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not in Texas or California or New York or Pennsylvania. You know, I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. I don't have no building to myself or real (laughs) estate that me and my wife are running. Yeah. Different Airbnbs. Yes, I have one Airbnb. Yes, I'm in 23 OCPS public schools and I have four Four summer summer camps camps. that might not may or may not happen this year. Hey, man, you still got them. But I think they're going to I started. Right, and I'm on, I'm well on my way to grossing that one down. where I need where I need to go. Yeah. So my whole point behind that is, I, guys, I started off with one school, not even one. I school, started man. off with one summer camp, right? And I I didn't stop, and I failed how many? I don't even know how many times <laughs> I blew money. I I honest to God probably think within a, within a good. Let's say I've been doing no I've been, from start I, to finish. Start well, start to now. Start to now. From how start much? to finish. Don't say finished, but from start to now. I, from start to now, I started back in 2014, spring of 2014. Damn, my fucking senior year, bro. Spring of 2014, I started Fit Kids <laughs> for Fun at John Young Elementary oh School. Oh, my God. And from that time, for the first, I'm not even kidding when I say this, probably from 2014 to the end of 2018 was nothing but failure. That's nothing, crazy to nothing think. Nothing but lost money. I'm not even kidding. I, that's crazy to I think. I think 2018 was the first year I broke even. Wow. Was like the first year I actually broke it, wow. broke even. I probably, yeah, I probably lost, I probably lost about, my, I probably lost maybe my first year ten thousand um, dollars. Negatives in my account, negatives in my business account, and my personal account. I probably. One of the years my car was about to get repoed because they, they thought they made it. I, I may had made it. I mean, we, me and my wife were broke as a freaking joke. When I'm talking broke as a joke, $20. It was me, my wife, and Ramsey. That's it. No cats. We had $20 for me, my wife, and Ramsey one time to eat. Ramsey got this turkey thing from Walmart. I can call my wife right now. She'll, she'll tell you the exact story. And we, I remember feeding Ramsey that first. And me and her had like, spaghetti with like pasta sauce and we were like i was like oh my god what am i gonna do and i didn't stop i just didn't stop i was like no like this is gonna work out this will work out guys like this is gonna work out i didn't give myself an option b yeah and i think people that are trying to start a business you have to give yourself option a and that's it because you 
if you're giving yourself option B and C, you're you're making your mind create other op, other ideas for B and C. Yeah. You're not giving your 100% of ideas to option A. Yeah. So if you say, this is all I'm doing, that's your option A. Your mind is just so focused on creating for that particular niche that you'll come out of it. I agree. And if you fail, you lost your $10,000, at least you learned how to lose $10,000. Right? Yeah. Now you learn how to make sure like you're not going to lose that again. Yeah. Right? And let's say next year you lost five. Well, let's guess what? You learned... You, you learn to keep. You, you five. learned how to how to keep five extra, right? <laughs> so like that's how. But but that he's laugh. People are laughing. It's true, man. It's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. And so you know, um, I, man, I've learned so much. Let me tell you, I've learned so much. My my wife, she pushed me so badly. Uh, I, I I just I just think the number the number one. All right, if I had to give my my three <laughs> advices, you going off? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I am going off. You have to cut a lot of this, dude. I'm no, sorry. man, this shit is good. I feel this like I've talked good. so no, much on no, this podcast. No, but like this is no, this is what people want to hear, though. You know what I mean? Like if someone wants to, like uh, before, let me let me go back to um, okay. one of the things that you were saying really quick. What people think off rip is like I'm. I've only been doing this for about like four years, like personal training. People think immediately once you end up starting some sort of business or self employment. Or some shit like that. Uh, they think off rip that they're gonna start making money and money's gonna go- start flowing into their account and they're going to be like completely and utterly self-employed with no debt or anything like that. And I hate seeing that shit on social media because, like, I, bro, like, I lost. I can't even. So if I were to say right now that I've lost like maybe thirty thousand dollars, it is like to me. $30,000, well, $30,000 to most people is going to be a lot of fucking money. Uh, but, like, that's just that's just it. Like, I've lost fucking money. Probably nowhere near as much as you've lost because you're saying from 2014 to the end of 2018 was, like, nothing but loss. But, like, I've lost a lot of fucking money, at least to myself. But if someone were to come up to me and tell me in 2016, like, or 20, 2016, 2015, they're like, hey, this is what I'm going to tell you. You are going to train clients for about three years, and then you're going to meet somebody, and he's going to want to open up a gym, and you guys are going to open up a gym, something that you've wanted to do since you were, like, 14. If someone were to come up to me and tell me that, and they were like, and all you have to do is do this for three years, I'm taking that bet every fucking time. I don't care how much money I'm going to lose. I'm taking that bet every fucking time. Every fucking, you're going to tell me that something that would have took somebody 10 to 15 years to do, I'm going to get it in three. I'm going to take that fucking bet every time and I'm going to lose as much money as it takes. I don't give a fuck. And that's what I did. You know what I mean? And, and I told you, like, um, when it came to us, like, getting this place, I gave up, like, every single dime that I had. And, like, I had to ask my oldest brother, I was like, bro, like, can you send me a dollar just so I'm, like, not negative? And that was it. That shit blows my fucking mind to this day, bro. Like, I gave everything for that. And I still, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll run into, like, money issues now, but it, it's nowhere near as bad as it was. But, like, I'm more than willing to take that bet. And I'm not going to even sit here and be like, like, I would say compared to most people my age, do I make more money than them? Yeah, more than likely. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I make all the m- money in the fucking world. But you have to take into account, like, now I have this t- place to pay for. Like, I'm giving you... Like we pay for this place, like my expenses are up, so I have I have to make more. I don't have a fucking choice. And people think like off rip that they're just gonna make money and like oh yeah, time to time to go to fucking Miami whenever I want and shit like that. It don't work that way, you know what I mean? And that's that's just shit that I I, I hate seeing. I hate seeing that shit on social media, but I try to like avoid it because like I come off as uh, I've been told I have a uh, holier than thou <laughs> complex. I, but it's true, though. I do kind of, like, I, I can be very How long is this fucking podcast? I, it's pretty fucking long. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, 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 I can admit that I do have a little bit of a holier-than-thou. Um, yeah. For those of you that are still listening, thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you've Dude, gotten, we be having fun with this shit, though. Got, like, it's fun. If you've gotten this far. Um, okay. I started a business. 
Um, lost a lot of fucking money. Lost a lot of money. Real quick, the three lessons that I've learned the most. Christians or five. I'm going to go with five. I'll go with five because everybody says ten. But five lessons that I've learned about starting a business. Number one, make your business option A only. I think that's the number Will one Smith thing. Smith said that. I think that that there's that that's it. Like you just there is no other option no matter how long it takes, how much shit you got to go through, option A, that's it. It's ride or die. Yep. Cuz when you put yourself up against that wall, you will accomplish it. That's number one advice for me for for uh give yourself option A. Number 2. Um Know what it takes to actually run your business. You have to learn and learn daily, day in, day out, even if you've been doing it for 10, 20 years. Learn every every person that's above you, every person that's below you. Learn every single thing of what it's going to take. I'm talking, run, I'm talking about what I mean by that is what it takes to run a staff, different personalities in the room, how to run a meeting, taxes, Planning and implementing your strategies in your business, um, your market, the people that love your business. Why do they love your business? Why do they come to you? Why do they come to you? Why do they, why, why are they why do they why do they love your business? What is that? Is Wilt Chamberlain? Thanks for listening, Pete. I'm, I'm listening. See, bro. he even lost the fucking touch of the of the, of the podcast. But hold on, really quick. Before Number four. We... Damn it. Go ahead. <laughs> um. Don't be afraid to fail. You're going to cuz it's going to happen and it's going to happen really bad. It will make you question yourself really bad. It will make you question that you're you you've made the wrong decision. You will get depressed. If you're going to have a success I agree with you're that. Have People a, don't talk about that. If you're going to have a successful You should talk business, about that next time. I will. If you're going to have a successful a successful business, I'm talking the business that I talked about where you're going to be there, you're going to go through a depression. You should there's talk about no, that. There's no there's no way around it and it will be a bad depression. It will be oppression, and you're gonna go freaking crazy. Um, I'll talk about that. I don't have no problem, no problem talking about that. You'll go through a depression, and you can't be afraid of that. That is gonna be. That's the point when you go through that. That will be the point that you will you will either quit or you won't. I agree. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I agree. Every person that's successful, that was self-made, that came out of nowhere, went through a depression. You heard the rock story. Went through depression. $7. Sylvester Stallone went through a depression. Tony Robbins went through a depression. E.T. went through a depression. Les Brown went through a depression. Gary Vaynerchuk went through a depression. Michael Jordan went through a depression. You name them, they've, they've done it. it. It's happened. You're going to go through a depression, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, that, so that's, that's number four. Don't be afraid to fail. Number five. Don't get comfortable, even when you have money and you feel like you're successful. Success is rented. It's rented every day. Success, you rent success every day. It is not forever. Because they will, something can happen like this right here with the coronavirus, and that fast your dream is gone. Bam, your shit is gone. So know that those are my five five lessons. I like that, though. Mind you, none of them had anything to do with money management. Okay, none of them. If I had, if I had, if I had to keep going with with my write next, that, write my that next, down, bro. Write my next lesson, it, w- it would be, it would be, learn how to be a leader correctly and know your staff and know that everybody's different. How can you be a leader to them and have their, your vision be a part of who they are? And number seven, obviously, would be when you start making profit, know what you're doing with your profit. There you go. I write hope those, that was good. Write for those down, bro. Write those down. You like the, that? I want you know. I'm talking about the the the. Um, we can talk about next week. The depression. I feel like that's something that people overlook. People will overlook. Kevin, you like that one, didn't you? Because chances are, look, I, I I see it as this. <laughs> like, <laughs> if this shit gets any bigger, I'm probably gonna run into that bitch. So you're gonna have to talk about what I gotta do to get through it. So there's that, and uh, there was that other thing that he mentioned. There was one more that. Huh? Oh yeah, like how to manage money. Five things on how to manage money. Boom. I'm not. Listen, I'm not Ooh. the. I'm not the very best Ooh. at managing money. You're better than most people because you have a business. It doesn't mean I'm great at managing money. That doesn't mean you're not better than most people. I just. T- you know what? Number eight would be taking b- big risk, and I take big risk. And I think taking the risk 
equals me managing my money because you have you just have to learn how to take risk with your money sometimes because if you hire the the best employee you're taking a risk paying them mm-hmm. that and and if you make the the wrong decision with that employee you just lost money that happened to me how many times anyways till next show we'll talk about some depression we'll talk about some some more business strategies i hope Maybe we could break this up into two parts. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. But I, I kind of like it how it is. It, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Thank you for listening to those who are here. I'm Christian Ortiz. I love you guys. My name is Peter Pierce. We are out. Peace. Peace Easters. Peace.